0: Hello and welcome back to the Prime Actor with me Madianne Holt and me Rhiannon Mossen in the Prime Actor we bring you a behind the scenes look at the entertainment industry whether you're a fan or have dreams of treading the boards this is the podcast for you.
1: The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Performing Arts School and Stage in the City. They host performing arts classes for children and adults
0: both online and in person. This season, every other episode, we are going to have an eclectic mix of guests who will be letting us in on all sides of the industry. And in between those episodes, we'll be bringing you a weekly roundup where we look at some of the stories from the arts that
1: In a week where the roadmap to leaving lockdown was announced, what could this mean for the arts? I mean, I don't know about you, Rhea, but I had to read it several times.
0: Several times. I, in fact, used a highlighter at one point. Ah, Which I feel was particularly efficient.
1: Uh, Right, so, I mean, basically, no earlier than the 12th of April, which in itself is confusing, but whatever, public buildings, including libraries, will open. Drive-in performance events and drive-in cinemas are allowed. Uh, we should still work from home. Uh, we can att- children can in- attend any children children's indoor activities. Okay, so that's, that's, that's the 12th. And that's next the next phase is the 17th. So this is when indoor hospitality, entertainment, including museums, and remaining outdoor in- entertainment, such as outdoor theatres and cinemas, can resume. That's May, uh, isn't it? That's 17th, 17th of, May. of May. No May. earlier than the 17th of May, yeah so we've got we've got some time we've all got time um, to prepare ourselves get our outfits dusted off to- totally and there's going to be like a review of social distancing then and da, da 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 da, and then the final one is the one that all the memes are flying about for the 21st of june <laughs> i mean if i they didn't
0: love brilliant. tiktok before <laughs> i really do love tiktok now
1: i mean because... they're incredible yeah um I mean, officially, unofficially, it's sort of this the end of lockdown. All legal limits on social contact are removed. And there's a lot of memes of people just hugging strangers in the street. And I don't know how I would feel about
0: that. It's, it's a hard no from me, I must say. Even before all of this, mm, like this BC, I mean. if we'll call it that. That's uh, what I mean. Yeah, it's a hard no.
1: So BC, if a man or woman or child, whatever, a person came up to me in the street just to give me a hug, I would, I would verge on calling it harassment Yeah. Assault.
0: But, so. you know, maybe this is, maybe, maybe we will want to. Maybe we'll be those crazies who do that.
1: It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely really looking forward to it. And, of course, there's a massive thing in the stage this week that drama schools are welcoming face-to-face teaching happening from March the 8th um have you got have we got clients that are at drama school right
0: now uh we do um and certainly like our alumni of mm. of students who've moved on to drama school and i know they will be massively relieved that they can and yeah. then we're talking about full-time education here rather mm. than the the sorts of classes that we run mm. um and i know that having their first year some of them it was their first year of drama school training yeah. online has not been what they expected and I know they've worked really hard and they're you know staying as enthusiastic as possible but this will be really good news for them
1: yeah I mean I've been seeing all sorts of things on Instagram and stuff of people you know drama school students who went straight into online remote learning and who've like cleared their living rooms and they're like this is where I do the bit of dance this is where I do a little bit of acting um yeah so I'm really happy for them for the full-timers because I can't Im- even imagine what that would have been like um, to do that amount of, of time online. Yeah. And
0: just a space issue, you know? If you, mm. if you, you know, like a lot of people in London live in apartments and, and flats and don't have, you know, a conservatory out the back to be doing their dance class. So mm. I think it will just give them the the freedom to kind of really explore their creativity as well because I don't know if any when I was that age I wouldn't have felt very free at home with like you know and you know my parents are ridiculously supportive but it would still not have been like that freedom and they probably don't want to see me prancing (laughs) about either do you know what I mean so I mean maybe they do maybe they do I'm sure
1: they probably do uh, but yeah, I mean, I think just in general, the the, the unveiling of the roadmap for everybody was a bit of a collective sigh of relief of, you know, even though it's still we're talking 21st of June, we've got, you know, considerable amount of time and steps to take before then. There is a there's a bit of an end of something inside yes um,
0: yeah and we can still all go at our own pace you know i'm yeah. i'm definitely more on the cautious side but i know there'll be people who will be banging down the door of their closest spoons on, on the <laughs> 21st of june i so. mean
1: i for one i think the one we've had this we had this conversation i think it was in between lockdown part one and part two where I the first thing I did was I went to the gym and a lot of people when I said that were like whoa who of all the places to go why go to the gym and I was like because it it's my feel-good place yeah and I get but also they do they are taking incredible precautions uh, certainly my gym anyway um so I'm, I'm really looking I am that will be I will be there the day the
0: gym is open I'll be at the gym oh you're not you're not queuing for the hairdresser Mm, it's way too late for that. I'm it's, too way late past for that. that. it's too late for it's, that. It's too late I'm not saying no that because you need to. <laughs> Just no,
1: I mean, I'm like, you could My hair is so long and so, like whatever. I'm fine. I'm. I, it's more for me. The gym is like represents a secondary place. It's like a second home. Um, even if I'm not doing that much there, but I, it's a little
0: sense of community. Yeah, and and a sense of normality. So I get that. Yeah. And the idea that maybe some theater's going to open again oh. is a really lovely thing to think of um yeah because it's I think the last time I sat in a theatre was the 16th of March no 14th of March 2020 and that show didn't happen I sat in my seat and I got sent home so we're nearly a year that I haven't seen a show same as everybody else so I am
1: Mm.
0: when it's safe when I feel safe I'm excited for that
1: yeah I think the last time I was there was something around that date maybe the 12th of March and it was when I was putting on my one woman yes yes on the day sometime around when it got announced and there was like a very bare audience and it was just a strange one of the strangest performances I've ever done and I was just like so see ya we don't know bye yeah. next year <laughs> next
0: no we've never have thought this we would never thought I
1: I know but there are loads of positives coming out of the um, the art sector this week. So Leeds Playhouse um, are offering free space and technical su- support to local artists. Um, I mean, the, the question really now is, unfortunately, the, and I have to say this, that the Fringe theatres and the theatres that have survived this, how can we support them and how can they support performers?
0: Um yeah I love this idea. I love that they are and in the same way I know some theaters have been used as vaccination centers. Mm-hmm. Um and I just love that they have become multi-purpose spaces yeah. and and have been kept alive and it's not in the way maybe we all attend, intended but that that feels good. Um Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um Leeds Playhouse artistic director Jane James Bringing uh, I don't know, I'm sorry if I've said that wrong. Brinning, yeah. Said that the Playhouse is a community resource used by many different people throughout the year. We're very conscious that throughout the pandemic, despite the brilliant work we have undertaken engaging with vulnerable and isolated people through the Playhouse Connect programme, about from five weeks in autumn, Uh, The building itself has never been used, hasn't been completely underused. So they have put loads of safety safety protocols in place and they're opening it up to local independent artists and companies to develop their work. Um, Which I think is great because it's like, you know, there's going to be a lot of people kind of cautiously going. I don't, I have a bit of work or I had a bit of work I was working on like a year and whatever ago. I'd love a space that's just free that I could work on, and you know, perhaps even bring it to the playhouse. So, yeah, I love that. And, an and rehearsals
0: are permitted at this point, so for them to have a yeah. space to use, that's that's incredible. And yeah. I know we we are all looking forward to also like the idea of the West End kind of yeah reopening, and not not just because of the theaters, but the whole of the West mm. End kind of relies mm. on the the theaters being open. So. I don't know if you've been through the West End during this time, Maddie, but it's
1: yeah, a strange I old have. place. I was there last weekend for a for I was allowed it was, yeah. a, it was a hospital trip. Don't worry, it's fine. Uh, and I <laughs> um, and I drove we drove through the West End, and it was I mean all of London really. It was very strange.
0: Very. And it strange. is strange. It is strange. So I'm excited to feel like there's a buzz there again, um, mm. as we know it.
1: And it feels like other things are picking up of course we had the offies uh winners were announced on the 21st of february the off west end awards i'm really glad that all of these the, you know this kind of award was still going on these awards were still happening because you know just because we couldn't see live theater didn't mean that it wasn't happening it, it just happened in a very different way so um you can go to offies uh, dot london to have a look at all of the finalists and the winners of those. But I can't wait to go and see. I think one of the ones that really stuck out for me was the lead performance of Jessica Rhodes with the Sugar Syndrome Orange Tree Theatre. So there's mm. a lot of things that I hope will come either come back or happen again or something Transfer, like that. yeah, absolutely. Transfer.
0: Some Have some tours and yeah, and there'll be a lot that we want to catch up on. And maybe so some of the much. stuff that we did, that we saw online maybe we'll get to see in person as well um um, and also golden globes this weekend yes this this weekend yes
1: yes oh yes okay good see it's all happening it's all it's all slowly happening and of course at um this time of year so we're 25th 26th of february um coming to the end of february normally in a normal year i would be probably like peak no maybe not peak just approaching
0: peak panic. Yeah, not, you'd be putting on your, fully... your hiking boots ready to uphill. Yeah,
1: just about, like, just starting to look at venues for Edinburgh. Maybe, probably, even by this point, I would have maybe secured one if it was a good year um, and certainly would have got a director or would have been already in rehearsals uh, for a show. So, obviously, n- none of that is happening, although they have said officially um that edinburgh fringe will happen this year How? but okay. they just don't know in what respect so they they've said that it will be announced in due course obviously but on the edfringe.com website it basically says what we know so far there will be a fringe from the 6th to the 30th of august 2021 be it live or digital or both so wow
0: That's exciting. I was going to ask, actually, I hadn't heard about that. But obviously the news yesterday that Reading and Leeds Festival Mm -hmm. has been confirmed Mm -hmm. to go ahead, which is also August. Uh, It's normally August. Um, So, you know, if that can happen, perhaps things such as the Edinburgh Fringe and other kind of community festivals can
1: Totally, Continue. and you know, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was named as the Fringe yes. Society's first president. Uh, I love that first. Pre- I like what a role I'd take it just for the job. The job role. Oh, Lame.
0: absolutely, and I imagine she feels like that too. She yeah. strikes me as the person who might like that.
1: So she's been appointed an honorary role for the Fringe charity, um, obviously because of her uh, smash hit Fleabag, which we probably don't need to talk about so much because everyone knows about it. Um, But, you know, she did great things for the Fringe and bringing up what it can do for performers. Um, So I think, you know, whether the Fringe is digital, live, whatever, her being the president of the Fringe Society is going to really transform the way things are uh, and will be in the future for performers and for venues.
0: Yeah, that's a really exciting... And obviously, you know, it's a woman and she's amazing and she, her writing and everything, she's, she's, yeah, a standout kind of special performer. Yeah. So I think that um, is a good title.
1: I, absolutely. So speaking of women... Coming up is International Women's Day. Yes, um, it is. And uh, I think across the board, we um, I know through Stage in the City and I'm sure through Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School too, we're going to be speaking to lots of phenomenal women and hearing from them and hearing their stories, etc. So... If you are listening to this and you have a story of your own or of a a strong woman in your life, then get in touch with us and share it. And we will share it on our socials um, on International Women's Day, which is the 8th of March. Um, But we are going to be joined next week by uh, someone who works behind the scenes in theatre, probably, maybe, I hope so, that should go ahead. (laughs) It will, it will. (laughs) Rhea and I are a little bit overwhelmed this week. I mean, as much as the roadmap was a good thing, it also meant that we were kind of gliding in limbo before, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I'd say we weren't at zero, but maybe it's 10 to 100 uh, on a level. But no, we're excited to also, yeah, we haven't spoken to someone in that sort of job role from behind the scenes um, of the industry. So that will be really exciting. And I know they'll have lots to tell us about. And uh, if uh, you've got a burning question to ask us about the world of acting or agenting um, or just about the industry in general, then you can find us on Instagram at The Prime Actor Podcast.
1: We're going to finish each week with a quote to motivate, inspire or just make you laugh. This week is from American actor Willem Defoe. With theatre, you have to be ready for anything.
0: So true. So true, true Willem. Well done. Uh, thanks for listening. And if you want to learn about the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School or Stage in the City, you can head to our brand new website, www.afperformingarts.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.